0: Peter Borker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now in today's episode, I want to look at the four stages you can go through to improve your conversion rate. You see, the reality is when we talk about sales, most businesses out there are so fixated on lead generation. Let's just get the leads in, leads in, leads in. And there'll be sales that drop from that. But not enough people place an emphasis on actually, well... Let's look at the conversion rate. Let's take apart the conversion rate, and let's see how we can improve the conversion rate. And the reality is what happens is because no one focuses on this heavily enough, they leave so much money on the table, and they spend so much money generating the leads, and really, at the end of the day, they don't maximize their bottom line. So today, i want to take you through the four stages that you can go through to make sure that you increase your conversion rate. And we're gonna start with stage one. Make sure that you have a sales process. Selling isn't someone making an inquiry, you give them information, and then they just buy from you. Occasionally that will happen. Occasionally you'll pick up someone that is just ready to purchase, they're good to go, just give them the information, and they'll transact there and then. It's wonderful when that happens because it's so effortless, It's a good feel factor and the transaction moves quickly. But hey, that is not an everyday occurrence for most people. The reality is if you look at sales, sales is a journey, sales is a process. And you need to be able to have mapped out that customer journey, mapped out your sales process and broken it down into every single stage. And with many of my clients... There may be seven or eight stages in that process that a client goes through from sort of inquiry to actually parting with their cash. And you need to understand what those stages are. And it may be different in your business. You may not have as many as seven, or you may have a lot more than seven depending on what your business is and actually what your process. But the first thing to do is, is define the whole sales process and then break it down. And then you can start looking at, okay, which bits you need to tweak when. So that's number one. Number two, sales education. The reality is most people do not know how to sell. And I've got clients that I'm working with where these people are highly competent people. I mean, they want a lot of money, they're very good. But part of their role happens to be selling. Actually, there's parts of their role that's not selling where they're phenomenal. But the selling part, they struggle at. Why? Because they don't know how to do it. In fact, I remember when I became a coach, working in McDonald's prior to me being a coach, I remember when I first started at McDonald's all those years ago, I was told I'm going to be serving customers. So there's me thinking, yeah, I'm going to learn how to sell. Would you like large fries or an apple pie with that was the extent of my selling. See, I was never ever taught how to sell. I was taught how to take orders. And perhaps suggest a slight upsell. So, can you imagine my shop when I became a coach and I actually had to go out there, interact with potential clients, and try to sell them coaching? I had no idea. What I had to do was I had to go out there and make sure that I actually educated myself. I had to learn how to sell. And that's the same for you. And today we are so fortunate because there's so much material out there. You've got YouTube, you've got Google, you can go out there and find what you want. You've got audio books, you've got webinars. You've got books. I mean, you've just got everything out there. You've just got to know where to point people in the right direction. There's so much free stuff. You see, a lot of people say, well, I haven't got the money to invest. Well, it's not about the money. I know that Grant Cardone, I mean, he's a phenomenal sales guy. He's got so much free material out there. You've just got to go and find it. But unless you train your sales team, they're never going to be their best. You're always going to leave money on the table. So you've got to make sure that you have some form of robust training in place. With a lot of my clients, it's not about going out there and sending them on courses. Because I don't do that. I tend to say, okay, do you know what? These are going to be the books we're going to read. These are going to be the webinars we're going to attend. These are going to be the videos we're going to watch. And we're going to start layering your training. And it's going to be self-training. But every time you sort of layer the next bit and the next bit and the next bit, you're you're going to become more and more competent, basically. So that's about layering in. Taking people on a journey. Number three, review. To me, this is absolutely crucial. I mean, you think about it, let's take a professional sports person. Very often, what you'll find is, especially at these Olympic venues and everything, or whether it's football teams, rugby teams, American football teams, baseball teams, there's cameras now. There's cameras everywhere, everything's being filmed. And very often, teams will spend as much time post the game doing the review as they do playing the game. And the reason they do the review is that they look at where they have performed They performed exceptionally well, but also where they didn't kind of perform well, where things didn't quite work out the way they should, the game plan didn't go where they needed it to do, also what changes that they need to make. And it's the same in sales. Whenever I have a salesperson that comes to me and says, okay, my conversion rate isn't working, I'm not getting people to close, the first thing I do is say, do you know what, on your next meeting, go and record it. Record your sales meeting. And again, if it's a tele-salesperson, you get them to record their calls. And then you sit with them and you review it with them. And I tell you what's really fascinating is very often when they're in a sales situation, they don't quite realise what their language is like. They may not realise exactly what they're saying. Very often salespeople don't spend enough time listening. They're blah, 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 talk, 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 talk. In fact, they over-talk over the person that they're selling to, they don't listen. And half the time, the customer, potential customer should I say, because they're not going to convert them, they just get pissed off because they don't believe that that person's hearing what they want. Very often when you do the whole review thing, people are so shocked at how little they listen, how much they talk, and how little information they're getting from the customer. So you've got to do that review, then you've got to get somebody to do that review with you. Such an important piece. And then the final bit is, you've got to practice. Selling is not something that comes naturally to most people. If you really want to be good at it, you've got to practice. I remember that when I was learning how to sell, especially one of the areas that really did cause me angst and make me feel really nervous was the whole thing around objections. For some reason, I really took objections personally, like they were attacking me. And you'd go and you did all that effort to get to meet the person, take them through the funnel, you then get there in the end you get paralyzed by an objection. And I've come to sort of understand that objections are not necessarily that person wanting to be mean and nasty. It's just that they don't quite understand the benefit as of yet and they really need more information. And what I've done over the years, I've been practicing objections. I remember sitting in front of a mirror, getting my objections, practicing my objections... But more importantly, practising how I deliver my response to objections. Because it isn't just about, okay, well this is how a certain objection comes and this is how I'm going to deal with it. It's about how you respond. The language you use, the confidence you use. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to sort of selling it to someone, it's all about building trust. And I've seen so many people, when it comes to an objection scenario and they absolutely react in probably a method that doesn't build trust, diminishes trust, and then they wonder why no one's going to buy from them. So you've got to practice. Practice makes perfect, providing it's purposeful practice. So let's recap on those four areas. Number one, you need to make sure that you have a sales process. Stop winging it. Number two, let's make sure we have sales education. It's so important that we get our people to be as skilled as possible. Number three, we need to make sure we do the review. Yeah, let's take the sports analogy again. We need to see what's going on. We need to see what we need to improve with our performances within our people. And number four, they've got to practice, 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 practice at home, but also do role playing in your business. Get them to practice sales scenarios. Get them to become really confident. And use real-life examples, so very often use examples that you've had with previous sort of potential clients, etc., where things didn't go quite right, and sort of role-play how you would get it to go right this time around. As I say, you've got so much much information out there, you've just got to use it. Now, if you're looking at your sales within your organization, it isn't quite where it needs to be, especially from a conversion point of view. Now, you may have already got some really good things out of today's video, you can go and implement and that's absolutely good but you want to take it a little bit further head over to balka.com and get in contact and let's see how we can help you increase your conversions in your business well that's it for today's episode thank you for tuning in and remember failing to learn is learning to fail